Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. My friends, on a uh, Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024, Ben and Woods 97.3, the fan. I woke up at 1.30 this morning, and I looked at my, my phone, and it popped in my head. I go, oh, Saturday. Thank God. <laughs> I thought it was Saturday. And then the realization that it wasn't Saturday, it was, in fact, Tuesday. Oh, I can see you on Friday. Oh. Maybe thank you it's Saturday. Tuesday. I go, I go oh. Oof. Actually, I woke up at like 4 a.m. thinking, I'm, I don't work today, do I? No, so yeah. I was probably yeah. doing the same thing, actually. Just a, a, bit, uh, a bit all over the place. Uh, I'm Woodsy. <laughs> that's Paul Rindo, the executive producer. Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports Paul, the king of timing over there, but not the king of the poker face. Because in our YouTube chat, if you're watching on our stream... Uh, Yeti, other people are going, they could see Paul like <laughs> plotting over there, you like waiting the for the moment... Yeah. That he could hit that drop. Let me tell of you Bo about Woods in our last I told, segment. I told you, I knew I would have an opportunity for that drop. I didn't know it would work out. Let me tell you that perfect. Let me tell you about this kid over here to our right, Benjamin. So, you know, obviously we're a show that uh, you know it's the three of us. Everybody has their strengths. Everybody has their weaknesses. But together, it's been uh, wildly successful, far beyond our our wildest dreams. Um, you know, we can manage the show when Ben's out. You can manage the show when I'm out. We can manage the show when Paulie's out. Nobody likes to do it for any extended period of time because we are, in fact, better together always. Uh, we just are. It just uh, uh, it works. And I was very, very proud and pleased as punch for our little Paulie yesterday because um, he got when we were at, at fantasy camp, he got a uh, call from the big, big boss in L.A. 
And he said, hey, I uh, really appreciate what you've done for the guys. Like higher than Michael. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. The big, big boss. Like regional guy. And he calls Paulie and he says, I really appreciate what you've done for the guys. I, I watch your YouTube feed. It's spectacular. I need you to run a training for all the shows in L.A. So Paulie yesterday, so he gets off this show, has to go home, do a Zoom with Adam, do a Zoom with a couple of our salespeople, and then jumps on another Zoom and gets the entire Odyssey LA crew up to speed on how to do YouTube, why to do YouTube, the best way to do YouTube. It was the morning show up in LA, and I believe their engineers and guys like that. Yep, and so he's getting them locked in. And it's funny. I mean, you know, now, you, that's got to stick in their craw a little bit. A little LA, bit, yeah. LA, LA is never the number, thinks they have anything to learn from San Diego. They are the number two radio market in the the country, and it's it actually. That's why I said to Paulie, I go, I'm actually surprised with all the talent that they have up there and all the brain power. And Paulie, by the way, brought this YouTube thing to the the show and said, "Let's do it, man." And I said, "Oh God." Like, I already get fat and I'm on the, I already get called fat and I'm on the radio. Imagine how bad it's going to be on YouTube. I said, you're right, though. We need to, you know, we need to take the next step. And uh, anything that helps get, get, get it out there is great. That's what you want to do. I'm not a, I don't like the promotion very much. I just like to come in and do the work, but I also understand the need for it. And um, so Paulie really spearheaded the whole thing and learned by himself. No help from me. Zero. Zero help from you. None. Like, we had, we didn't even have any input. He didn't ask us for our input. We didn't want him to ask us for our input. He just took the bull by the horns and created this YouTube community. Uh, and it's been remarkable. And it's now on our station, you know, and now other stations around, you see them are all doing it as well. Uh, we've got a little trailblazer over there. And for that, I'm going to award you all of my Odyssey points that I have on our Odyssey points website. You can have them all. Uh, you, you know, what, I'm going to give them mine as well. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's double that up. Makes sense. Give them some Odyssey points. But you got to, he had the, the whole LA office there hanging on every word. One guy wants to come down and shadow him for a day, which is just <laughs> spectacular. Uh, so well done, Paulie. Proud of you. Um, are we worried that they're going to promote him? But yeah, I think that's like a regional. Yes, the answer is yes. Video streaming supervisor Correct. for all of Odyssey, like West Coast yes. operations. I mean, the answer is unequivocally yes. Yeah. I'm very afraid of and that. And he deserved it too. 100. percent And we can't stand in his way. No, we'd. Be... I'd like to think he could still produce this show. Yeah, I would. But... I would too. But he, I mean, does the guy want to work 18 hours a day? It's no. It's why he works yeah. in morning radio. You know. So, I. Uh, I was very proud of you, man. You've really done a great job with this, and our YouTube community is growing every single day. If you haven't subscribed, please go do that. Give us a like on there, and um, you know it's just been it's been cool to watch. And and you know, initiative is something you can't teach. You know, want to is something you can't teach. The drive to be better and the drive to make the product better. That's why we are Ben and I are the most fortunate guys in this business because we have a guy. We don't. I don't have to be like, let's go, dude. Let's figure out this YouTube. Like he came to us with it. I mean, he had to convince me to do it, and uh, and now you know it's it's taken on a life of its own. So now you're going to see you've already seen a lot of copycats uh, in the market. You're going to see a lot of copycats in the company. So, but no, I mean, if if they want to promote him, did you still have to produce the show? That's that's a no brainer. Tony asks, why do you guys have to be affiliated with L.A. radio stations? Well, it's, it's like the Padres are affiliated with the Baseball. Dodgers, right. and that there are. 
obviously franchises in other cities and in radio there are there are stations in other cities and they happen to be under the same umbrella sure. but you know that that's how it works it's very similar actually in terms of kind of the they think of us as the little brother yeah you know oh well i mean you're doing well for san diego right but, we always you know that. it's not los angeles you're not in the big market i mean how would you do up in the big market very similar actually dynamic the, as, for the baseball team yeah. for the baseball team yes yeah, you're, abs- sure. you're absolutely right you're absolutely right <laughs> it's but- totally undeserved their 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 smug arrogance for working in los angeles because we're doing good work in san diego yeah radio television same sort of thing but they always look down on us well, when you're a smaller as, market as far as the sports guys go i just say well cool i mean you guys have 50 teams you can pull from for content we essentially have two you know um and and with some outliers here and there but um you know it's it's not that hard to do sports radio in la it's way harder to do sports radio in san diego way way it's way way harder but well done paulie very very proud of you. Uh, it's a big, big deal, and uh, I'm sure uh, you know. I'm sure that um, you know it's it's good. You make a name for yourself in the in the company, and and uh, we'll see what happens. Now, the the only thing, the risk that you run is <clears throat> them coming to you all the time right. and wearing you out about stuff without actually you know promoting you. They just say. Well, we want you to do this. Not going to be any extra money in it. Great exposure for you, though. Love the exposure. Nothing extra in it. I mean, you know, it's not really part of your job responsibilities. Did you at least get a hearty thank you, pat on the back, something? Gift certificate. <laughs> Which sometimes. Odyssey points. Odyssey points. Odyssey points from us. <laughs> and it's, hey, listen, sometimes that's all you need is a pat on the back. I mean, money is great too, but uh, sometimes a pat on the back goes a long no, way. No, I mean, again, it's, it's now become a part of my job, at least for our show, and I have no problem with that. And uh, Adam actually was the one that reached out to me when we were at fantasy camp last week and he just said hey you should be getting an email from so and so uh they would love to have you jump on a meeting next week it's a great opportunity for you to just kind of flex your muscle and show them all of the uh, great work that you guys have been doing so- now alex says in the chat that i'm always trying to make Polly feel bad for leaving us i don't think that's the case i, I don't think get that. i've told Polly many times bro if you, there's something that you need to do, we only had those conversations uh, every day for the first eight months of last year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like if there's a way that we can, my goal has never been to keep Polly here under our thumb for the next ten years. I don't even want to do this for ten more years. So I don't. My my job is to pr- get Polly more, 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 more money, more everything. That's that's my job to do. So if that's the if that's what you're if you reading, love something, you have to let it go. Yeah, but then it if free. it comes back to you, then it truly belongs to you. I think even Polly knows. Like once you go, you go. Right? You can't come back. Right? You can always go home again. I mean, not all. There's, there's not in of, this weird. Business. There's a lot of expressions. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how appropriate any of them are for this situation. I mean, but I, the best call I could ever. It's like Ben Affleck. Right? <laughs> Every day I come to your house, and I hope. That you're not there. That's what I dream for Pauly. And he's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I got a job making 250 a year, bro. And I'll be like, I'll be the happiest. Guy. But the only thing I would say is you make sure your replacement is up to speed. That's the only thing. That poor guy, whoever that guy, if, if, that, if there ever is a guy, I feel terrible. But for I will him. say, it, all the training in the world, you can't replace instincts like like Paulie just had putting that, that drop in right there that's yeah. instincts and Paulie has yeah it was Pauly absolutely incredible 
Incredible. Uh, you like dessert out there. I love dessert. It's uh, it's a big day for desserts. In fact, I believe this is one of your favorite desserts. It's International Sticky Toffee Pudding Day. Oh, I love it. Isn't that one of your favorites? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's also National Rhubarb Pie Day, and I enjoy rhubarb pie. Rhubarb. Do you like rhubarb pie? No. <laughs> you don't? No. Why not? It's got that sour, kind of sweet, sour thing going. All right. I'm... I think I'm talking out of my ass. I don't even know that I've ever had it. <laughs> <laughs> if I think about it, I don't think I've ever had rhubarb pie. I feel pie. like um, you can get, especially like a strawberry rhubarb pie where they mix it together. Uh, I have had really strawberry really rhubarb. Really good combination. You're right, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it has to be made well. But I tanginess of rhubarb and a sour, it's sweet tart. combination. Tart, yeah, with the sweet. It's good. I like rhubarb pie. It feels... Oh, save that. <laughs> I knew it was coming at some yes. point. It feels like an old man's dessert, does it not? Yeah. Yeah. Rhubarb. Butterscotch. Butterscotch. Rhubarb pie. Rhubarb. Sticky toffee, bro. Sticky toffee and creme brulee. If I'm on my deathbed, just co- <laughs> cover me in it. Just smear it all over me. I could eat my way out of an entire bathtub full of sticky toffee pudding or creme brulee. It's funny. You make fun of butterscotch. I know. But... Sticky toffee, creme brulee. It's, it's the burnt sugar yeah. oh, dessert. So it's a good, good. flavor. No so doubt tasty. about it in the dessert. So, so tasty. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had, had rhubarb pie in a long time, though. Is it, where do you get good rhubarb pie in San Diego? I don't go to Julian? I don't is it just know. Apple up there? I, I have no idea. Where do you find rhubarb pie around here? I, I, I have no idea. All right. Uh, the newest, one of the newest members of the Padres, apparently a pretty big fan of A.J. Preller, want to get into some comments that Michael King made to the New York Post about his new general manager and the deal with Juan Soto. Uh, we can talk about that coming up. Uh, we got Rindle Report. We've got some Doobie Brothers tickets to give away as well, all coming up here in the second half of Ben and Woods. Do not go away. We'll check traffic. Be right back with more here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My man in the uh, chat, Benjamin, keeping it real, said, man, we're here talking about Michael King's quotes to the New York Post. I said, my friend, you cannot get blood from a stone. (laughs) You can't talk about moves that have not been made. You know they're going to be made by the San Diego Padres. You know they will. They just haven't happened yet. You know, so we wait. We wait. We try to be patient. We try to be positive and upbeat. I mean, I would say the odds are pretty low that they roll out with a 22-man roster. I would say they're extremely low. Extremely, extremely low. You just don't know what it's going to look like. But you haven't heard what we're saying about Michael King's comments yet either. Because I may surprise you with my take. So yesterday, Michael King uh, was quoted in the New York Post. I said, Michael King called Juan Soto one of the top three players in the game right now, but... The former Yankees right-hander, who was among the group dealt to San Diego in exchange for the superstar outfielder in December, believes his new team got the better of the deal. Quote, I continue to praise A.J. Preller and be confident in saying, I feel like the Padres won the trade. King said by phone from San Diego on Monday, I feel like the talent we've gotten, I was shocked to see the Yankees part with that many people. Obviously, it's Juan Soto, so you have to give up a big package, but I was pumped to see who was coming with me to San Diego. I know they're going to contribute this year and for years to come. Hard to uh, <clears throat> It's hard to judge a trade uh, on the day that it happens. Uh, actually, it's quite impossible to judge a trade on the day that it happens. Uh, many times we've thought we've fleeced a team, and turns out we didn't. Many times we felt like we got fleeced, and turns out we didn't. Um, so I, I think, you know, time will certainly tell. The fact that Juan Soto, you know, still is only a Yankee for a year, uh, is, is, I think Michael King's right in that respect. You got a good number of, of pretty dynamic electric arms back for a guy that is a, a one year rental. Now, Juan Soto's presence in the lineup uh, is going to be missed and it needs to be, you need to find a way. You're never going to replace it, you know, but you need to find a way to, um, to round out what you have right now, and I feel like I feel like I I would feel better about all of it if the outfield was set and you knew who was going to be the DH in the first baseman. Then you look at it and go, yeah, hell yeah, I'll take my chances with this trade. Well, I, you're absolutely right. You can't evaluate a trade just you know before anybody's taken the field. A trade like this, though, you can't even evaluate it after this season. Correct. There's so many factors that go into it that we don't even we don't even know the permutations. Would Juan Soto have ever re-signed with the Padres? Will he re-sign with the Yankees? And then what do some of the players that the Padres got, like Drew Thorpe, 
What are they doing for the next six years right. under Padres' control? Right. All factored into whether the Padres did well or did not do well in the Juan Soto trade. So anything beyond that is just guesswork and speculation. But when it, Now, it's cool that he feels good about that because he knows these arms. He knows what they're capable yes. of. He knows this, you know. But let's be honest here. What What's the situation? Michael King... Obviously, was covered by the New York Post with the Yankees, and they said, "Hey, you mind we chat with you just for a second, yeah. catch up, get your thoughts on things?" So he's going to be asked, "You know, what are your feelings on the trade? What are his I options?" It. <laughs> I right. love it. I hate it. First option, yeah, man, I can't believe the Yankees got Juan Soto for the group of stiffs that the Padres got. I mean, I suck. I think the other guys that you know they they got sucked. He's not going to say that clearly. That that's not an option. So then you could just say nothing. Like, yeah, it's trade. We'll see what happens. See what happens. You, you could say that, but that's not really participating in the interview, which leaves you with really one take. And it's not necessarily wrong. It's not necessarily right. But he's taken the path of, I'm really excited about the package that the Padres got that was coming along with me. I really like these guys. They were good teammates. They're good arms. And like anyone, I can envision a scenario where the Padres did really well in this trade. Lots of controllable years, controllable arms in exchange for one season of one hitter. It's probably going to be a really good season, but there's more value in many seasons with all of these arms. I think they did outstanding in the trade. It's more than defensible. It's more than valid. Why wouldn't you say that if you were Michael King and you're talking to the New York Post? It's the most logical answer to give. It makes your new boss look good, feel good. You praise A.J. Preller. It's always good when you're thinking, hey, I'm a free agent in two years. Maybe I want to sign an extension here. Wouldn't hurt for A.J. Preller to like me and to have good thoughts and things that I said about him. I'm going to be a good teammate. I'm going to be a good member of this organization. I'm going to say some positive things. There's no reason not to say what no. Michael King said no. to the New York Post in that interview. So, knowing that, you can't give it a ton of weight. And like, oh, my, he must feel so passionately about this subject. He didn't have to say that. Kind of did kind of had yeah, to say that have to. In, in that situation. doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't bother me. But it doesn't, it doesn't change my opinion of whether I think the Padres did or did not do well in this trade. We've, we're all on record. We think A.J. Preller did pretty well, considering the situation, everybody knowing that he's trying to shed some payroll, only having one season of, of control for Juan Soto left at a pretty high number, and the number of arms he got back. Feels like he did pretty well. Now, if all of these guys end up underperforming, Drew Thorpe doesn't develop into a big league you know, pitcher as a top prospect, well, we'll say in a few years, man, wish they had gotten more for Juan Soto or even wish they had kept Juan Soto because they didn't get enough for him for a generational talent. But right now, I can certainly see that argument that Michael King is making. We've kind of made it ourselves. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it wrong. It really is the only thing that he can say, though, in that interview, in that situation. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, I'm really curious to see how Juan does. You know, I, I've seen some people in the chat saying, I think the expectations for Juan Soto are going to crush him. I, I don't know. I mean, he's comfortable playing on on that coast. He did it with the Nationals. Now, vastly different. Vastly different. As Goose, Goth- Goose Gossage, among many things that he told us, uh, told us about, you know, doing it doing it in New York uh, and how it was wild and, and a little bit different. And um, 
I, I don't know. I don't feel like the moment is going to get too big for Juan Soto uh, in New York, but I just really hope these guys all pan out and, and pitch well and help this team win some games next year, man. that's they, they were so desperate for arms, and like I said, from what I've seen and what I've read about these guys, great haul. Great, great haul. Now it remains to be seen if this trade's never going to be even, though. You know that. Like, it's never going to be, you're not going to be able to go war for war ever. You're, it's an auto loss the minute you sign off on that deal. Why? Because there's no. I mean, Juan Soto's war is going to continue to climb. He's on his. He's on track for the Hall of Fame. But you only had one year of him. You get right, one right. year of war for Juan Soto, that's, even if he has true. a that's nine one war year. this year. But that's you, all you traded. But you didn't trade. What if you, you resigned him? What if you resigned him? You can still resign him. Yeah, you, you can sign him next year. That has nothing to do with this trade. It's only one year. The 2024 war for Juan Soto, even and, if he has and, a. Even if he has a 10-war season, and then what you got is the added cumulative war yeah. of Michael King, Johnny Burrito, Randy Vasquez, Drew Thorpe, Kyle Higashioka over the next two to six, six seasons that you've true. got all of them. There's a really good chance that when you compare those two numbers, the Padres do come out favorably in the long run on that trade. That's true. Had, had you extended him or... If the Yankees extend him, then it's a, a little bit different. Yes. Um, it's going to be a different way think, to look at that trade. For me, it's not so much just comparing the war of Juan Soto it's, versus the war of it's the not. players You're that right. you accumulated. It's how does the team do? Yes. yes. Because if the Padres go out and win 71 games and finish in fourth place, and then they're rebuilding again in 2025, and you think, what would the offensive look like if you kept future Hall of Fame Juan Soto in that in that lineup. Very good point. The but goal, that, that uh, that's the same lineup that had Juan Soto and didn't do a damn thing. The goal you know? is not to win trades; it's to win games and championships. Yep. And if the Yankees ultimately lose the trade because you know a bunch of the guys they traded to the Padres turn out really good, but Juan Soto had a good season and helped them win a World Series this year, they win the trade. I don't know that they win the trade, but they're happy with the result. Sure. They they got what they wanted out of the trade. Doesn't mean they won it or lost it, but they got what they wanted. Maybe the Padres also get what they wanted. You hear general managers say it all the time. I'm not trying to win the trade. You know, good trades are the ones that help both teams. And ultimately this may be one of those. Michael a trade says, that helps both teams. Nine war in one player is always better for a team than nine war spa- spread out amongst multiple yeah, absolutely. players. Over yeah. multiple seasons. Of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. There are many ways to evaluate this trade. We'll see. You know, Padres need arms, needed pitching. Yeah, I would rather have five of the guys. How many of the Padres get? Four or five? Five or six guys? We'll get Grisham, too. Grisham and Soto. That's, yeah, but in terms of pitchers, they got four pitchers yep. and Kyle Higashioka. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. have four of those guys be complete flops, but Drew Thorpe turns into a Cy Young Award winner. You, that's a much better result that everyone gets like two war over the next couple of years and they're all kind of okay. You'd rather get one superstar out of the deal than a bunch of depth pieces, right? I, I understand that. So there, you'll be constantly reevaluating this trade as the years go on. Sure. How, how many times do we go back and forth? Well, the Padres lost the Will Myers trade. Oh, Trey Turner's hurt. They won the Will Myers trade. Oh, Will Myers stinks. They lost the Will Myers trade. Oh. It, I mean, it, it constantly evolves as time goes on, what you think about a, a trade. There are very few, oh, clearly that was a loss. The Padres trade with the Mariners for Austin Nola, that was an, an L. L. Yep. That, that one was an L. I think we can all just 
put that in the ledger and say, that was an L trade. I hate the offseason. I do too. I do think um, Juan Soto, probably it'll be an advantage. The fact that he was traded early enough in the offseason, it's not time to adjust to get you know his mind around playing right field for the New York Yankees at Yankee Stadium, not thrown into it in February. That'll help. I think it's going to hurt Blake Snell. Wherever he lands, the fact that he hasn't done it yet, not going to be good for him this year. He might surprise me, but my guess is that this process of free agency going to mess with him a little bit. The, the creature of habit, the routine, the fact that he can't even picture where he's going to spring training in three weeks yet is not going to be good for his preparation for next season. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we, we saw it. We saw it play out. That's You know, you speak from experience because that's exactly what happened uh, when he got here. But, you know, he also he's building off a Cy Young season that he had last year, so I'm sure his confidence is high, Ben. Also depends on where he goes. I mean, the, the latest rumor is him to the Angels. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to be for him. At all, you know, going to play for that that team, and um, you know, again, big big names out there. Uh, would love to see the Padres make some moves to improve this roster sooner than later. Getting a lot of comments um, on the chat. I'd love to hear what you have to say. If you want to call in, we can open the phone lines for our next segment here. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Your thoughts on what Michael King had to say about the the Juan Soto trade, the Padres return. Uh, your thoughts about what we had to say about the bullpen of the Padres earlier as well. We can come back to that. Give us a call, 833-288-0973. More Bennett Woods on the way on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Tune in to kick off with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti every week. Boomer and Valenti previewing all the NFL games, analysis from Boomer, picks from Mike, the biggest stories in the league, packed into one hour Friday nights at 7 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and on the free Odyssey app presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's, Lowe's Nose Home Improvement. I guess one thing you got to be a little concerned about, and there's a lot of things to be concerned about if you're a Padres fan, it's one thing for the Dodgers to be spending everybody into oblivion this offseason, but even the even some of the lesser lights are 
adding names. Even the Pirates yesterday signed Aroldis Chapman to their bullpen for a one-year, one-and-a-half-million-dollar contract. He'll be gone in July. Uh, the Reds have made a number of signings this offseason, including Nick Martinez, Jimmy Candelario, Frankie Montas. The Royals added both Seth Lugo and Michael Waka. Amazing. And uh, while the Padres did sign a couple of bullpen pieces from Asia, uh, I don't believe, have they signed any major league players to free agent contracts? Like with big league experience this offseason. Signed in free agency. I guess... Uh, Luis Patino has some yeah. Major League Baseball experience. And one team has spent zero dollars. The Miami Marlins have not done anything. Then nothing. Nothing. Uh, nothing at all. Um yeah, I, I there's a lot of teams still in the market, Ben, for outfielders. That's I think what what's really got everybody panicked uh right now here in San Diego is what do you do? In the outfield. I, I do still feel like it's a foregone conclusion that Jerks and Profar is here. We talked a little bit yesterday about uh, you know potential of a Jackson Merrill. You know, I don't know that he's gonna break with the big club out of spring training. I just don't. I don't know that he's quite ready for that yet. I believe he is probably the most ready uh out of all those guys, but I don't know if it's like, hey kid, welcome to the show. You're now our starting left fielder, a position that you played a handful of games in last year and you're hitting seventh in the order. I just don't know. Is the only reason Jerickson Profar hasn't signed yet is because he's a Scott Boris client, and Boris has it's gotta be. bigger fish to fry and usually likes to wait things out. Yeah, it's got to be. Because I agree with you. It feels like a foregone conclusion, so why hasn't it happened? Right. Jerickson, we know where this is heading. Driving the price you, down. You're not I, getting a ton of money from us, but ultimately you're going to end up here. Let's just skip to the end of the story and get you in and get you ready to go, as opposed to having... You know, visa issues from Curacao to yeah. start spring training or anything. Like the Let's just time, get yeah. it done now. But, you know, Scott Boris wants to get every cent he can for his clients and probably is holding out and trying to make the Padres feel a little bit of pressure, pretending so, there's a lot of interest elsewhere and building it up like, oh, no, you can't get it. I mean, you're not going to get them for nothing, man. You're right. Three weeks, Ben. Uh, three weeks remaining until pitchers and catchers report. So Major League Baseball trade rumors, top 50 free agents. There are all of these guys, uh, of the 19 guys in the top 50, six of them are represented by Scott Boris. Cody Ballinger, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, Matt Chapman, as well as J.D. Martinez and Reese Hoskins, also represents notable guys that missed the top 50, like Joey Gallo, James Paxton, he just signed uh, yesterday with the Dodgers, Hyunjin Ryu, and, of course, Jerkson Profar, who we just mentioned. So um, that's a that's an interesting number, Um that's a really interesting number of Boris Corp big names that are still sitting out there. There's no rule that says Scott Boris clients are always going to do better than other major league free agents. It's often gone that way, and he's had a lot of success as an agent with his strategies of going to free agency and waiting until late in free agency. But it's not a rule. Uh, you know, it's possible that Scott Boris has overplayed his hand on some of these clients, well, and he, he did, may not get what he was expecting. It certainly feels like he's done that with Blake Snell. He did it with Jerkson Profar. He did it with some of his guys in March of 22. They they outline March of 22. Transactions were frozen, remember, 
and from the start of December until mid-March, he had to work out deals for Radon, which he got a bag for, Kikuchi, Ian Kennedy, Nick Castellanos, Chris Bryant, Matthew Boyd, Carlos Correa, and Zach Davies after the lockout ended. Uh, so that, yeah, those were a little bit unusual circumstances. They couldn't make moves until then. But this one, this one feels a little odd uh, right now. Six of the 19 remaining represented by Scott Boris. I'm actually surprised Nick Martinez signed. He just switched agents to Scott Boris and then signed with the Reds almost immediately after. There's certainly a, an aspect of saving face as well. It's I'm sure it's hard to go to a client and to say to Blake Snell, our target was eight years, 200 million plus. But now I'm telling you, yeah, all we're getting is five and all we're getting is 150. That's not a fun conversation for an agent to have. Makes you feel like you didn't, you didn't follow through on your promises. You didn't serve your client very well. So if I'm an agent, I'm putting that conversation off as long as possible. And I keep going, be patient. We're, we're going to wait them out. We're going to get what we've, we've targeted. Don't, don't crack now. Be strong. You know, we'll be okay. And I keep saying that until ultimately, you know, the client goes, man, I got a sign somewhere. Let's take less. And, I don't know if I'm Scott Boris. I ever recommend that, but at some point, don't you have to accept it that you're not going to get what you wanted this I mean, off season with three weeks remaining? Yeah, I'd say that the owners are doing a fairly decent job at waiting out Scott Boris as well. You know, obviously we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know what negotiations are like for many of these top players. Um, but I. Again, I, all you can ever do is put yourself in the, the player's shoes. Now, when you sign Scott Boris, you know that this is a possibility. You know that it's not, you're not going to, you don't sign Scott Boris if you're like, I'm ready to sign the day I, I agree. hit free, free agency. I agree. So you know that going in. Plenty you're, of other good agents oh, out yeah, there. 100% that can get you a real fair market deal. You know that you're going to be in the middle of some games, and you know you're going to be dangled in a few different places that you probably don't want to go, and you're probably going to be used for leverage and all of that. I think that's why you hire him, is because you know he's going to maximize your value. It's always, it's always why I've been surprised that Blake Snell is a Scott Boris client. Because he's so he needs the familiarity. It doesn't feel like that serves him and what he wants the best. Now, you know what's all, funny? We all want as much as we possibly can for I've, the job that we're doing. I mean, if you're, I don't think Scott Boris would be a particularly good agent for you. But I if think he he'd said, be great for you. Yes. I was just going to say that. And Out of all I, of us, I agree. Boris and Ben would work together. It would be like music because Ben has no. He's like whatever. Just let me know where I need to be. Yeah, and when. And but for you. I'd I, think be a wreck. Would, I think it would be harder. You'd be constantly wanting to call and ask where they're at every day, and I'd just be like, you let me know when the deal's done, and I'll come sign it. No, oh, I'm the worst in negotiations. The Yet, worst. if he said, Woods, and no offense to our agent, Brad, great, but if Scott Boris came up to you and said, Woods, I want to represent you, it'd be hard to say no to right. Scott Boris in, in that case, even if you didn't think he was a great fit for you. you I wonder if that's happened to Major League Baseball players like, I can go with anybody. Scott Boris wants me, though, so I guess i got to go with Scott Boris. Potentially, yeah. I think it's a, also you you feel uh, it's safe. Like, it's a safe, definitely a safe play. And I think the dollar signs get in your eyes, and I don't blame you for that at all. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't be comfortable. I wouldn't be comfortable not knowing with 21 days or whatever till pitchers and catchers. If I was a pitcher or a catcher, I wouldn't be super comfortable not having a team right now. I don't work that way. I can't. I'll sign a cheaper deal, and I'll tell you, I'll sign a cheaper deal to play where I want for this much money. 
You sign Stephen Woods, you'll get the entire forest of radio bits out there. I'd love the the puns with Scott Boris would be just the reason I signed with Malone. <laughs> it's too early for this. All right, let's check traffic. Uh, I want to get out to the phone lines. We had a couple of callers in earlier. If you want to uh, relight it, talk about the uh, Michael King comments, the Padres bullpen, Scott Boris, Blake Snell, agents, uh, baseball fans, love to hear from you this morning. 833-288-0973. Right back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, 833-288-0973. You want to join us, want to talk some Padres baseball here. DJ Iverson, welcome to Benham Woods. Good morning to you. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you guys, or good to hear you guys, man. You too, man. Uh, got some thoughts on uh, Snell. I, man, I I love Snell. I, I would hate to see him in another uniform. I was Thank prepared you. for it. Uh, here, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we, we do one of these stupid deferred deals, man. Just say, listen. Wouldn't that be there's nothing? A handful, <laughs> there's a there's a handful. Listen, there's a handful of teams out there that are on the bubble for being able to make a run. Those are the teams that you're going to want to play for. You're not going to want to be on the angels or the pirates or guys that are still a few years off. You, you're, you've been this close to a championship before find, find a bubble team. And of all the bubble teams, who are you most comfortable with? You, we still got your locker. You know, the fans are going to go nuts. The fans are going to go nuts. If Blake Snell is in a Padres uniform on opening day or, Figure out, you know, sit down with Boris and just say, hey, listen, this is his best chance for winning a championship. Let's make it happen. So it's a good point, DJ, but why have these players like Otani and Yamamoto and others done deferred money? Edwin Diaz did it with the Mets. Why have they done the deferred money? In each case, it's because they've gotten a number that's so high it's been like a record you know 700 million for otani 325 million for yamamoto over 100 million for diaz and the agent and the player can trumpet look at how much i got look at how well i did in free agency and if the padres wanted to do that with blake snell i'm sure that they would listen but then you're going to you're talking about a number that's like 250 million dollars do you really even if it's deferred do you really want to commit a quarter of a billion dollars to Blake Snell in his 30s? It's easier to do that when you have billions of dollars rolling in in it the is. next decade in TV money. It's just much easier to do. It is. And and, and if you're Shohei Otani and you make $50 million a year on endorsements, you're like, yeah, I'll pay me $2 million. And remember, even the Dodgers have to set aside that money for Shohei Otani, right. even though they're only paying him two million, they still have to put whatever it is forty six million into an account this year. That They'll will invest earn, it, double it, that will yeah. earn interest, <laughs> and then they pay him the sixty eight million in ten years when when it starts to kick in. The Padres would have to do that. So let's say they defer, you know, uh, eight years, two hundred and fifty million, uh, whatever that is, thirty plus million a year. But he's only getting fourteen of that right now. Well, they're still going to have to fund about 24 million of that and put it into an account that's real money and the padres like it or not we've been told there's a financial crunch because of the valleys collapse because of the debt service rule major league baseball owner commissioner putting the squeeze on the padres peter seidler is no longer here there is a crunch and i don't know that they even in a deferred deal 
can really swing a record type number for Blake Snell. And again, I I, mean, I don't know cap, that you'd want does to. Does it have to be a record number? Oh, I don't. I don't think you do a deferred deal unless it sets some sort of record. And the cap, but there, he's you're still, such a weird cat. You never know. You still get banged on the cap. On the 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 you know they're still what are the Dodgers paying in cap for forty six yeah exactly so I mean it doesn't help you that much if you're not cash flush you know it just doesn't so I you know I it all sounds good and you see a couple of those and I warned everybody that once you saw that happening everyone's gonna say well just defer it just get a guy that's deferred I look I'm sure they've asked I'm sure they've asked the guys hey any interest in uh, that type of situation like I- you just mentioned it a few minutes ago and we've said it over and over in the past like Blake Snell might be the one guy in all of Major League Baseball that truly just values comfort and might do something well, at that's least, out of the ordinary. At least he's on, he's the only guy that I've ever heard be brutally honest about it. To where you're like, dude, maybe don't say that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, there are other guys who definitely value oh, it, but they don't talk about don't it. Talk about like, yeah, I'm just trying to get it together. I don't even know how to find the ballpark. I don't know anybody's <laughs> name. I'm like, shut up, dude. Shut up. You want to say young? Shut up. Shut up. You don't have to say this. But. He's not going to do anything weird. Boris is going to get him a bag. It's just probably not going to be for a team that he particularly is in love with. I and you know I don't know how it's going to go for him. Well, my my guess is if you had to handicap it, let's say he signs with the Angels and he's making twenty five a year. Is he going to have a good year next year? I say no. My gut tells me no. Can you stand up to your agent and go? Oh, that's not what I want. That's not the team I go to. You can. You can. Then what? But why did you hire Scott Boris in the first place? Right. Why did you put yourself in a position? Where you've got the agent who's going to get you the biggest deal possible, and then you have to go, it's not what I wanted, dude. Hire someone else. There are plenty of agents who you tell them, I want to, I kind of want to go to this team or that team and get the best you can, and, and we'll do the deal. Just get as much as you can from one of those two or three teams. That's not Scott Morris. That's not what he does. Why would you hire him if that was your priority? I just don't see it. I, I really don't see it either, and I, I don't see... I don't see the Padres making another one of those moves for a couple of years. The the big two fifty, you know, pitcher and or anything like that. I'm I'm and I think they're pretty happy with what they have with Snelling and Lesko and those guys. And you know, listen, this is the life of a Padre fan now. This is one of those it's I hate to preach page, preach patience, and I'm not a patient person at all. But if I'm looking at it going, no, it's pretty dire. <laughs> you know, it's pretty dire right now. Unless you want to trade all of those guys for major league ready talent, which has not worked here, that's really your only other option. I just don't think they're going to be handing out the mega deals anymore. No, I'm the biggest the- thing with Snell is that you would love to bring him back for like two to three years. Of course. Even he, though he's, he's not going signing. to get a six or a seven year deal and he's earned it. He's earned it. He's earned every dollar he that he's about to, to get. Yeah. But you you don't want to pay him on years. Five, six, and seven. You want to pay them just for years one, two, and three, maybe. And again, I, who's the who's the name you brought up at 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 fantasy camp where I said, "Look, oh, Dylan Cease." Yeah, if Dylan Cease is the missing piece, I'm I'm more apt to do that. There's so many. There's so many missing pieces. There's so many. I'm, I've resigned myself to a you know a probably less than average season. I mean, the Padres need pitching depth, but if they're in the market for a starting pitcher, and I think they are, I think it's more of a Bottom of the rotation oh, yeah. type guy. I don't Welcome think they're, Alec they're not looking at that Snell right now, would be my guess. All right, we've uh, phone lines are still open. Paulie's got some headlines with the Rondell Report coming up. One hour to go. Doobie Brothers tickets to give away all ahead with Ben Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 